Welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word. I'm Roberta Foster, and today I welcome Ines Franklin to Author's Corner. She has written the book Uncharted, Navigating Your Unique Journey of Faith, and she'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Ines completed a Master of Divinity at Fuller Theological Seminary and is the founder of Trochia Ministries, whose mission is to provide Christian discipleship. She serves as a teaching pastor at Mariner's Church in Southern California, and she and her husband, James Franklin, live in Irvine. So, Ines, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. It's a joy. So tell us what prompted you to write Uncharted, Navigating Your Unique Journey of Faith. My own personal journey with Jesus has been a windy one, shall I say, from a young age uh, to a long season of not walking with God, to being brought to my knees in my one just before I turned forty, uh, by really just my life caving in on me, mm. and things that I thought were working out the way I wanted them to weren't, uh, and then walking with Jesus for twenty years and seeing how even even when we walk with Jesus, like that our journey of faith isn't as linear as we'd like it to be. And sometimes that discourages people. At times I got discouraged. And so I wrote the book to encourage us um, that really this is a normal uh, way that we walk with Jesus. We see that in Scripture, the people who walked with the Lord um, experience all kinds of things along the journey. And I just wanted to encourage people that they would double down on their faith and not give up. Just Mm. help us endure. So what do you think causes people to start questioning their faith? Oftentimes, I think when when we want things to work out a certain way, we're, mm-hmm. we're looking for uh, a certainty in how our future will work out, um, then when things don't happen that way, when okay. we suffer, when we experience obstacles, when we make mistakes, uh, when someone else that we really trusted and, um, and followed has a failure, we start to question our faith. And I just wanted us to see that None of those things are really big enough for us to give up our faith, that our our Lord has a great deal of certainty for us that He gives us that's even better than the kind of certainty we search for. And, uh, yeah, I think we there's lots of reasons to get disoriented on the journey of faith, and instead of being surprised by them, we can walk with God on them and actually get through them and be an inspiration to others. So are you saying that um, too many people that are struggling in their faith have have control issues? (laughs) Yes, I think we have control issues. I think that's a human condition, right? It started in the garden. And we, we just, we want to control circumstances and, or, you know, there's another option too, that it's not just that we have control issues, but honestly, it's very hard to be vulnerable. Uh, mm-hmm. None of us like to feel vulnerable, right. and, and in our attempt to get rid of that sense of vulnerability or um, end it quickly, you know, we do try to take matters in our own hands, and it's a bit of a desperation that we might experience. Um, and so I just wanted to remind us that in those places where we are tempted to take matters in our own hands, we feel very disoriented that we have a good and loving God that is there with us who's going to help us through. Mm. 
Well, you focus on the connection between obedience, commitment, discipline, and relationship with Christ. How is it that these things lead us to actual freedom rather than confinement and craving for control? Yes, well, there's a sense of surrender we talk about in a Christian walk, that he's just surrender everything to God, and that's, that's mm-hmm. what it takes for us to live that life <laughs> of flourishment. But, but the reality is that we don't, that's not really visible in Scripture. In Scripture, we see surrender, but we also see uh, what I call active surrender, which is where obedience comes in and discipline comes in. I mean, Paul talks about uh, running our race and, and, and engaging in discipline as though we were a runner seeking for an imperishable crown. So there's an action that is sort of called from us, that God calls us towards, that is part of surrendering to God. And so I believe that the real flourishing of our faith comes when we act in obedience to God, when we seek Him uh, and thirst for Him, when we mm-hmm. act in discipline. And, you know, I in my book I share spiritual disciplines which are not intended to be ways to earn our way to God, earn our love. Mm-hmm. Our love is unconditional. We are saved by grace. That's a given. But they are ways to develop relationships. And in any relationship, we invest, right? If we really care about a relationship, we're going to spend time with someone, we're going to do things with them, we're going to call them, text them, etc. So these spiritual disciplines are really relationship-building tools that God gives us so that we can maintain and grow in a relationship with Him. Well, you mentioned in the book how important your grandmother is to you and was on your faith journey. So um, share with us how her faith and influence led you to who and where you are today. Indeed. Um, My grandmother, and I affectionately call her my abuelita, she really was the one who, she named me, she had these dreams for me to be a woman who trusted in the Lord. I started out at a young age, okay, Grandma, I'm interested, but then quickly I left that, and she prayed for me for 40 mm. years. She mm. wrote me letters. She was, whenever I called her, she would tell me how much she prayed for me. When I when I visited her in Puerto Rico, she would show me in her Bible her verses that she had selected for me, mm. and I became a, a Christian at 40 years old. That's when I finally gave my life to Jesus, wow. and I honestly believe it was the prayers of my abuelita and the, her her constant reminder that um, she knew that the Lord was pursuing me and that I needed to turn towards Him um, was it just a beautiful. So if anyone is listening and they're praying for someone for a long time and they're wondering, will they ever turn to the mm. Lord? I hope my story is, is an inspiration for them. Absolutely. So today I'm talking with Ines Franklin regarding her book, Uncharted, Navigating Your Unique Journey of Faith. And you're listening to Author's Corner. I'm Roberta Foster. Well, that is a very encouraging um, to hear your own personal story about being 40 before you came to the Lord. Ines, tell us how you address this in your book. You know, some people feel like their doubt or their sin is way too big um, to even come before the Lord. And so what would you encourage them with? Yes. In, in one of my chapters, I talk about formulas that we create to try to get a certain outcome, and sometimes our formulas are positive. Like we think, well, if I pray a lot, if I give, if I go to church, God's going to love me, my, my future is going to be secure, and of course it's going to build relationship with God, but that doesn't mean our future is going to be easy, right? 
But in the same way, we build formulas that are negative, where we say, well, we've made too many mistakes, or, you know, God can't love me, or I have doubts, and therefore there's no way God can use me, or my relationship with God isn't real if I have questions. And all of those are formulas that are not not biblical, they're not true. And look, at we have so many stories in the Bible, people who doubted, people who were confused, people who did, uh, who made huge mistakes, and, uh, and yet God loved them. David, for example, and Peter, um, Thomas. In my own story, in my own life, I, I made a mess. I made a huge mess out of my life. I made um, huge mistakes. I, I had two divorces. I had two abortions by the time I was 40 years old. Mm. I was in an affair with my boss. I mean, my moral failures and my track record would have definitely one that you would say, well, there's no way God can use that woman. Mm. But God has, and He does, and that's how faithful and, and loving He is. And so we should never limit what God can do when we surrender our life to Him. How did the Lord assure you, how did He speak confidence into your heart that that He could use you um, after all of these uh, tragic uh, situations of your life? Yeah, well, obviously reading Scripture, because when we read Scripture, we see these we see these stories. The very first story I heard when I walked into the church that I get to serve in today was the story of the woman at the well who had been divorced multiple oh. times, and at the time was living with a man who was not her husband. I mean, that was God speaking yeah. right through that story to me, right? Yeah. And then she went and told everyone about Jesus. I look at the story of Peter, who denied denied Jesus multiple times, and yet Jesus called him to serve him and to leave shame behind. So Scripture constantly speaks to me. And in the area of adultery, I look at the story of David, who who had an affair and who you know took on a woman that was not his wife, and then tried to hide it and made, made the situation even worse. And I related to that story. I did that too. And and yet God forgave him when he repented. There were consequences, of course. There are always consequences for our sins, and that's a good thing because it teaches us and it reminds us that we shouldn't do these things. And yet, forgiveness is still um, something God extends to us, and He uses us despite our struggle. And of course, in prayer, seeking the guidance of the Holy Spirit, being in a community of believers who hold me accountable, who encourage me, those are also ways in which I was able to embrace this incredible, costly grace that Jesus has given me. Mm. So, Inez, uh, you now are married to um, a man who is also serving the Lord. So how did uh, you come to grips with the renewed life, the different life that God uh, has created for you uh, by following him? Uh, Do you have a, a testimony of how you came to meet your husband? And were you confident from the very beginning that you were worthy of this marriage, or or did that create some emotional um, challenges for you? It's a great question. The, the man that I'm married to now, his name is Jim, uh, is the man that I was in an affair with. So he was my boss. Okay. And we we entered into an affair. We decided to get married, and we entered into marriage with a massive amount of shame, sorrow, a lot of doubts. Once we started that route, there was no turning back. Obviously, his, his divorce happened. His family was extremely upset with him. And so we moved forward, and yet we moved forward uh, deeply enslaved by shame. One day, he just said to me, let's go to church. And it was so random, and I thought, okay, we're a mess. Let's, let's do something. And we visited multiple churches, and like I said, we ended up at Mariner's Church where we heard the story of the woman at the well. 
And that started a journey for us. Uh, it took us many years to release shame, though. Shame is super entrapping mm-hmm. because it says you're not good enough. You, you're so damaged that God can't possibly love you or use you. And we felt that way because of how our marriage started. We worried that our marriage would not last uh, because the statistics are really low. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Lord um, really spoke to us through people, through Scripture, through an experience of actually traveling to Israel where we were called to leave behind shame, as mm. Peter had to leave behind shame and go and serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. And and we did. Um, and it's something I have to remember all the time because, you know, there's moments and times when the consequences of our actions rile up and we start to think again, oh, maybe this is, this is God saying to us, I can't use you, but it's not true. Uh, now it's been 20 years of our marriage, mm. and uh, we have a beautiful family, we call it movie family, do we still deal with the consequences of our action? Of course. Uh, and that's that's probably going to be here for forever. But yet we do see the Lord using us to minister to others, Amen. to help couples who are struggling, help couples who maybe have gone through an affair situation, mm-hmm. um, and minister to those who have been through divorce. And so God doesn't waste anything. Amen. really amazing. That is a, a phrase that... Um, it's so good to hear frequently God doesn't waste any of our trials, any of our difficulties. He has a way that just brings to light, you know, the promise of Romans eight twenty eight. He works all things together for good, yeah. even the the shameful things of our past that he can then make those a learning um teaching moment for other people and perhaps help them to not have to go through it themselves, right? That's right. That's right. In my book, I share my story very openly because I want to help those who are feeling entrapped like I was, Mm -hmm. but also I want to help those who might be tempted to look at my story and go, wait, I don't want that. You know, even though God has redeemed it and is doing amazing things to my story, no no question, I would prefer not to have made these mistakes from the get-go and and walk with the Lord um, without having to have the pain or seeing the pain that I caused by my actions. But you have a unique journey of faith, and that just goes to show every single one of us that what um, we're not all going to be cookie cutters of, right. of the other person, but God is the same, and He redeems us, yeah. and He saves us, and cleans us up, and makes us to be the tool that He wants us to be. Um, it's such a pleasure talking with Ines Franklin today about her book, Uncharted, Navigating Your Unique Journey of Faith. So, Ines, tell people how they can find out more about your book and your ministry. Yes, so my book is available on Amazon, on Kindle, audio version, which I recorded. Dr. John Townsend recorded the foreword. It's also available at InesFranklin.com in bulk order. In addition, we wrote an eight-week study guide that is available Ah. for free from the website. You can download it as well as a spiritual practice guide for those who want to engage in some of the spiritual practices and don't know much about them. So all of that is available at InesFranklin.com. 
And one more time, the book is Uncharted, Navigating Your Unique Journey of Faith. And we've been talking with Ines Franklin, and we certainly appreciate her giving us a copy of the book today. Ines, thank you so much for being with us. It's my pleasure. Thanks again, and may the Lord bless you. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on the Author's Corner. And let me remind you that if you missed any part of today's interview or would like to just hear it again, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us again next time on Author's Corner. Corner.